The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. It's just you and me today, marketers. And well, we've made it to the end of the road as far as 2020 comes. And now that the year is almost over and hopefully you're getting to take a few days off, it's time for us to sit back and reflect and think about what has happened this year and what a year it has been. Obviously, no one expected the outcome of this year to be the way that it was. Going into 2020, we had some ambitious goals here at the MarTech podcast. We were thinking about scaling our outreach, our marketing efforts, driving new revenue goals, expanding our audience. But going into the year, we also knew that we were going to have some turbulent times. I knew that I was going to be optimistically hoping that we were going to have our second baby in our family. So the beginning of the year started off for me personally, thinking about getting ready to take some time off and balancing work and life. For me personally, at the beginning of the year, even before the outbreak of the coronavirus, we were hit with some unexpected turbulence. I had to go in for emergency surgery. I had my gallbladder removed. That was no fun. And so my team was left scrambling for at least a few days to try to make sure that we had enough content and enough coverage and that our marketing efforts would still be successful and that we were able to support our sponsors. So kudos to Todd and Ariane and Zori and the rest of the team who was in place. Panos, your editor as well, for battening down the hatches when I was out unexpectedly. Fortunately, made a full recovery from the unexpected surgery and got ready for the arrival of my family's second baby. So before the coronavirus even happened, this was a crazy year. And I'm sure that for you listening at home, you had similar stories. Everybody's got work and family and social lives and things to balance. And then it was all disrupted. So I wanted to just take a second to let you hear from me about some of the ways that, you know, we thought about our goals, how we adjusted, and honestly, what the outcome was for this year. I did this a lot at the beginning of the podcast, talking about the way that we operate this business. And so first off, let me just quickly recap what some of our goals were when we talk about what we wanted to accomplish here at the MarTech podcast in 2020. From a career perspective, 
I create a wide variety of goals ranging from personal finance, health. I'm also obviously focused on career as well. And and for me personally, my career goals were to have my business generate $500,000 of revenue. And the MarTech podcast would be 300000 of that. My other podcast representing the other 200000 that's the Voices of Search podcast. And we had some ambitious growth goals. We really wanted to hit the 100,000 download per month mark, which was also our goal for last year. But we were really focusing on trying to drive organic growth and not invest so much in our paid acquisition efforts. And then lastly, you know, we wanted to have a more stable infrastructure. We wanted to be able to conduct 250 interviews and publish 500 new episodes. We had our sights on building a marketing attribution dashboard. We also wanted to build a social community of 10,000 members. Now, look, sometimes life hands you lemons. And I think that this year was an example of, you know, a course in how to make some lemonade. And sometimes you might not even have sugar and you just get lemon juice. And there are ways to use that as well. So when I think about what we accomplished this year, before I even get down into the metrics, I just want to say for me here at the MarTech podcast and for my content production business, surviving 2020 alone is an accomplishment. Obviously, this year had literal uncertainty and it was life and death circumstances for a lot of us. And we were all faced with balancing what our work life would look like, how important, how do we prioritize work. And I walk away from this year feeling incredibly grateful for the infrastructure that we had laid in the previous years as we were starting to build this business. I think for a lot of people out there, there was a huge transition from working from an office and having that routine to getting a sense of working for yourself and being independent, being forced to stay home and not having a clear set structure of when you were supposed to be working on work and when you were supposed to be working on life. And that was something that I had been fighting or balancing, however you want to look at it, for the last few years of being an independent media creator and consultant. And so that transition wasn't as difficult for me as I feel like it might have been for a lot of people. And I think some of the lessons that I had learned in previous years, which I've tried to talk to other people, were setting a schedule for yourself, building in that structure, taking the time to plan, building the organizational infrastructure that you need to be able to say, this is what I need to accomplish. This is what I'm going to prioritize in terms of my task. And this is how I'm going to check off the boxes. So at the end of the day, I could walk away feeling like I did my job. And, you know, hopefully that's been imparted to the rest of my team and some of the other people that we've run into along the way. And for you, our listeners, if there's a way that we here can help you think about your organizational strategy and structure, by all means, please feel free to reach out. I know that's been something that people have been struggling a lot this year. So that said, this year was a crapshoot. It was a shit show. What can you do? Sometimes you think you're getting one hand, you get dealt another one. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. 
But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. And you have to roll with the punches. So let's talk about what the impact was from a podcast growth perspective and from a monetary perspective running this independent media business. So first off, I mentioned before that, you know, our goal was to reach 100,000 downloads a month and we got really close. We peaked out at a little over 90,000 downloads a month, which honestly feels incredible. We had to limit our marketing expenses at the beginning of the year. We tried to heavy up at the end of the year once our revenue started coming back as well. But going from a previous peak of around, I think it was 46,000 downloads per month last year, we basically have doubled the peak size of the show looking at it on a monthly basis. When I look at how many downloads we had this year, The MarTech Podcast was downloaded 784,000 times this year, which just sounds astronomic. I remember sitting in my apartment in San Francisco, publishing the first episode and being excited about the first 50 downloads. And now we're talking about a year with, you know, high six figures in terms of downloads. It feels like an incredible mark total for the entire life of the podcast. It's been downloaded 1.1, almost 1.2 million times. So we passed the 1 million download mark a couple months ago. And just to put it in perspective, when we take the cumulative almost two years of work we did on the MarTech podcast and compare it to this year, this year is a 92% increase over the previous two combined years. So I feel like from a growth perspective, we didn't hit our goals. But we've got a meaningfully scaled podcast in a niche that is significant and impactful and important. So I feel great about how the show has grown. One of the biggest takeaways for us is that We pulled the plug on some of our podcast advertising and our paid marketing, which we've relied on since the start of the podcast, to be able to preserve as much capital as we could during the uncertainty of the coronavirus outbreak. And we saw a little dip, but not a ton. And so we really did start to focus more on understanding who was going to be an impactful guest and speaker and serve as a potential marketing channel by really spending a lot of time figuring out who should be our guests on the podcast. So that was really the biggest takeaway from the growth of our show. Yes, we've continued to invest in our performance marketing efforts. And for us, that is buying advertisements on other podcasts. But we really feel like we stumbled upon a great growth channel, which is understanding who are the highest profile speakers. And a lot of what we look at is their domain rank, their social signals, you know, how many followers they have, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube as well. And then we also think about if they have an email list and do they have the ability and the want to to be able to share our content. So at the end of the day, we also spent about $40,000 on marketing this year, and we had about 44,000 incremental downloads. So that lands us with an incremental download cost of $1.1, $1.10. And so, hey, look, if you can buy a listener at a blended rate of a dollar, 
And 10 cents, you know, you can basically grow a pretty meaningful podcast relatively quickly. We're almost three years into it. And so I feel good about where the show is in terms of its overall size and impact and place in the world. Now, when we talk about the business of running a podcast, I spent a lot of our time this year investing in growing our team, growing our infrastructure, our advertising, and obviously the platform that we're operating on in sort of podcast technology. Our total expenses to run the podcast were about $125,000. Also feels like a really high figure, but when I break it down, it's about $5,000 in content production costs, transcriptions, and other ways that we're kind of modifying the audio content. It's been about $70,000 on our team. And just to break that down, that goes to our content production efforts, our PR outreach, our editors. And this is just the editor for the MarTech podcast included in that cost. And then we have some podcast production assistants that help us write summaries and show notes of our episode, make sure that we're building all the right web pages and doing some guest communication for us. So that's what 70 grand buys you. And we're basically investing all of that capital into a distributed workforce that's around the world. Oman, Greece, Serbia, I believe, Egypt, the whole host of other countries. We've got people that are working on the MarTech podcast project all around the world, and I'm incredibly grateful for their efforts. We spent about $40,000, as I mentioned before, in paid advertising this year, most of that going to podcast ads, advertising in other podcasts, and we had $10,000 of other expenses show hosting. So that's how you get to about $125,000 in expenses. Now, our goal for the year was to get to $300,000 in revenue. And so our expenses stayed about where we expected them to be. Unfortunately, our revenue projections were a little high. And honestly, we came out of the gates and we were crushing it. Q1 was awesome. Totally thought that we were on our way to exceeding our $300,000 in revenue for the MarTech podcast goal. And then guess what happened? You know who came along, the Rona, the coronavirus, and all of a sudden the marketing budgets got pulled. And so we spent a lot of our times making sure that we were supporting our existing sponsor relationships and trying to find as many new sponsors as we could. But the reality is in Q2 and Q3, not a lot of people were buying new media type advertising. And so we saw softness in those quarters, which has started to rebound end of Q3 and now Q4. So you know, we ended up with $173,000 of revenue, which is a little more than half of what our goal was. This podcast was profitable when you think that we had $125,000 of expenses and $173,000 of revenue. Great. We cashed out about $50,000, but I think that we had much higher expectations. And so that's really what our focus is going to be starting at the beginning of the year. And hey, knock on wood. We don't have another global pandemic coming next year. Maybe we're just landing the plane on this one and we can get back to business and people start advertising like they did in 2019. But look, I say this often on the MarTech podcast, we're open kimono and we talk about what works and what doesn't. And we stumbled upon some great growth channels. Our marketing outreach has changed and you know the context and the way that people advertise has changed as well. And we're optimistic, even if we didn't hit our goals in terms of revenue this year, driving a profit on a podcast is not something that I would necessarily shake a stick at. It's not something that I would ever say should be taken for granted. And I feel really good about the business that we're running. And fortunately for us, we have two podcasts. And so, you know, the business was relatively stable. Everybody got their bills paid. You know, the mortgages are all paid so far. And I think we all feel good about the project we're working on. 
but I am incredibly optimistic for next year. And I do think that that $500,000 of total revenue and 300,000 for the MarTech podcast is something that we're going to hit. And part of it has to do with the process that we laid in place and how we're expanding our outreach and also some of the macro circumstances. So at the end of the day, you win some, you lose some, hopefully you survive to play the game again. And that's how I feel about 2020. It was a mentally taxing year, even though I would consider myself to be incredibly fortunate. I've got a successful business, a loving wife, a wonderful family. You know, we weren't terribly impacted by the coronavirus. It was still really hard this year. It was taxing to think about how you have to modify all of your behaviors. And so I do think that it's really important to take a moment now that we get to the end of the year, and I know that I am, and just trying to be grateful and try to consider the circumstances of what we all faced and how much headwinds was blowing at us. I hope that you walk away from this podcast and from this year feeling like, you know, you faced the gauntlet, you made it through. And it's just like, you know, I've been a runner for a long time and I am slow as molasses. And my goal is to run long distances and complete them. I do half marathons. That's kind of my thing. The goal is never to really think about the pace. The goal is to finish. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're still fighting and you're still marketing, you're a success in my book. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for joining me and listening to my ramblings. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you're interested in getting in touch, you can find a link to my LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact me on Twitter. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. It's basically my handle on all of the social media networks. And there's one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you're listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com. We have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle for the show is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. As I mentioned, my handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.